Ever wonder what it would be like to save just a little bit of extra cash each week to where it would add up enough to actually matter throughout the month? Well, I have a really fun episode coming up for you. Honestly, I'm about to air one of my biggest pet peeves that will actually save you money, like legitimately save you money. You're either going to fall into the bucket of people that are wasting money on this or you're not. You are either in this category or you are not, and I cannot wait for you to find out. I'm also going to be sharing a few other really fun ideas, different ways that I have become a little creative in being able to save money inside of our finances, inside of our budget, in the little nooks and crannies of things that you wouldn't normally think of. But We are going to go pretty deep on this one major thing that you can stop doing right now to save yourself a whole lot of money. What do you say we have a little bit of fun and get started with today's episode? Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Today's entire episode is brought to you and inspired by my Facebook community. If you're not already a part of my incredibly free and fun Facebook community, you definitely should head over there. So we have really engaging and fun and actually educational, helpful, that's a hundred percent a total networking space for you get to for you to get to know thousands of other work from home and stay-at-home moms to be able to not feel so alone and connect with other people that are just like you, but also learn a lot more about what you hear here on the podcast. Okay. So you can just go over to Facebook, type in systemize your life. You'll find it. Ask you a couple questions, head on into the Facebook group. And a lot of times when you first go over and you ask to join the group, I ask you a question. This is what are you struggling with the most right now? And oftentimes the answer to that question becomes a podcast episode. So if you really want me to answer your question on the podcast, that's a great place to go and do it. But you also at any time can say, Hey, I'd love to hear this on the podcast and post it over inside of the Facebook group. We are constantly coming through that group to just be able to know, like, what is happening in your world every single day? What is like the juicy thing that you want to know about? Well, here's a juicy thing that happened. And it's exactly what today's podcast episode is about. We had a post go out that said, what do you like to buy in bulk? And we love to just share information. I think that's one of the number one things that we have lost in motherhood is information sharing because we used to be able to share information within our little network of moms that were eating, living, breathing, sleeping, walking, talking, learning, growing, struggling, right? All within the same 
one to two square miles of each other. And we no longer have that, which is great because we get to share information all around the world so quickly. And that's a beautiful thing. But I think often we have so much access to sharing information that by way of too many decisions, we end up making none. Right. And so sometimes having access to all of it almost ends up isolating us in a way where we almost just don't know what is the right information. So inside of our Facebook group, we love to just have posts where people come in and they just share what they do. That's such a great way to learn is to not only share and open up, but also to receive information from other people. And as I was going through there the other day, some of the answers, one of them literally made me go into this whole conversation with my husband about honestly my number one pet peeve. No shade to anyone that's doing this, I swear, because I understand. I totally understand. And I do things that are not great every single day of my life. But if there's one thing that I excel at, it's what we are going to talk about today. We're talking about how to not spend money on useless things. <laughs> That's really what we're talking about. I want you to stop wasting money on this one thing. It's actually a few things, but I've put it into this category of this one thing. Plus, I'm also going to give you my three favorite ways to stay on budget, how to use a system right? To be able to do these three things that I'm talking about that are going to help you stay on budget. So essentially you're going to walk away with a whole bunch of different ideas on saving money. And I think a lot of times when we're extra busy, we go to convenience and then we haven't ended up trapping ourselves in this land and we're landlocked by convenience. I know I totally did it to myself for years, actually. And you'll hear it on the podcast if you go back and you, you'll you still hear it here because I'm not, you know, 100% removed from convenience. Trust me, I'm all about convenience over here. But there has to come like there has to come this time and you have to like draw a line in the sand and realize I'm not going to spend the extra money for the convenience of A to Z. Like, can we cut it off at like G? or like H, <laughs> can we strike a really good, maybe proportionate balance between, I just did air quotes on that word. I feel like I have to do that because everyone's always like, there's no such thing as balance. You're spreading false truths into the world. But there really is actually, there really is a, an ebb and flow. And, you know, at some point, you're going to want to spend money on things that are convenient. It's truly what we end up spending most of our money on is things that a either make us feel good or make something more convenient or it's a necessity, right? But a lot of us are not just spending money on necessity. We're spending money on things that make us feel good and things that make our lives convenient. (laughs) So if you can cut back on the things that make you feel good and the things that are convenient, you're going to save a bunch of money. And the number one way to cut back on things that make you feel good Not that you have to get rid of all of them, obviously, but like the excess, right? And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about getting rid of the excess, the amount. And the the other way that we're talking about what makes you feel good and what is convenient, the number one way to reduce those two things is by putting systems into place. 
without fail. If you put systems into place, you're not going to need the convenience because now you have more time and you also are going to have an actual intrinsic motivation that produces feel good hormones in your body to where you don't need to go spend money on all the things just to make yourself feel better. To circle back to what I was saying about where there in the beginning of the podcast for a couple years, what I had ended up doing is locking myself into this way of living where we had to live off of like Trader Joe meals and we still do, but I've really reduced it because of the convenience and the convenience is amazing and it really does save me so much time. But at some point I was like, I am no longer able to control all of the nourishment and the micronutrients and even some of the macronutrients that I'm giving my family because of the convenience. And so that's when I was like, okay, we need to peel this back and we need to figure out like, what's the mix of this that I feel good with. Okay. So I am so right there with you, but it's something that I pay attention to a lot. I know that our fast paced need for convenience is actually producing so much waste. Not only is it wasting so much money, wasting so much money. Listen, I am the first person to tell you to buy the bag of cut broccoli, buy the bag of cut broccoli. (laughs) My mom would say to buy the broccoli that's not been cut because she is the person that literally, if you want to learn how to save a dime, or 45 of them, talk to my mother. Like the most frugal person I've ever met on the entire planet. And like super creative too. Like you would never know that we were saving a dime. Like never knew my whole life, you know? And so I grew up really understanding how to make three things in the refrigerator suddenly magically turn into like this whole meal. We actually just talked about this this weekend with her husband that noticed this in her. And it really is like this superpower. And Somehow like everything ended up lasting forever, you know, because she just would constantly reuse and make things work. And so I saw that growing up with everything down to like, I'm talking everything, 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 everything. And I know that doing that produces less waste and it saves you money. And you've been around here to this podcast with me long enough to know that I am incredibly by definition crunchy. I really, really try so hard to preserve the real foundation and roots of creation, if I'm being honest, of of things that were grown and things that were intended to be, to leave them as they are and to consume them as they are. And, you know, how this our impact just in my family of how many bags of trash we take out and just all of it. I'm always thinking about those things and looking at them and trying to figure out how to tweak my systems and refine my systems so that I have enough time to reduce the amount of waste and the amount of consumption that we have in our family. And by doing that, it has a huge impact on the amount of money that we're able to not spend, aka save. 
that's why I wanted to bring this episode to you. So it's a lot more than just like, what's my pet peeve? <laughs> it really is. It, it's something that is so unbelievably meaningful to me. And you may come to this episode just looking for the tips to be able to save money. And I hope that after listening to this, your eyes and your heart are opened a little bit to the concept of while we consume a lot and there's so many ways that you can get creative with this and reduce it. So I am going to right out the gate, tell you the number one thing that you can do to stop wasting money. And then I'm also going to give you three more really cool ways. We're going to talk about a couple different examples within each of those three ways. So a lot of fun things to look forward to throughout this entire episode. Number one thing that I see every single time when I walk through Target, I walk through Walmart, I walk through Costco, and it it like honestly makes me cringe. And the other day, I was walking through this aisle and I told Blaine, I was like, Blaine, people literally buy these. And he's like, there's an entire aisle of this. There's like an entire, he's like, why? we never buy this. And I'm like, we never buy this. And he's like, why is there an entire aisle. I'm like, it must be really popular. And so when the post went out and was like, what do you buy in bulk? Several people had mentioned the thing that they buy in bulk to save money, which seemed like such an oxymoron to me was here's the one thing, but it's a few things, paper plates, forks, knives, and spoons, plastic cups, and napkins. And then I had a moment and then I had a moment and thought, I cannot, I cannot with this. And it's the same thing that I told Blaine. And I was like, but here's the thing. I'm like, I get it. I totally understand that those dishes pile up and it's exhausting. And it's the last thing that you want to do. I honestly can't even for birthdays, for birthdays, we buy like the special, like decorative fun plates, but honestly, like for the kids. But outside of that, I get like my fancy dinner plates down when we have family over and we need more plates. <laughs> and there for a while, like I even went to Target and I bought like the dollar cheap plastic plates and I got like 15 of them for a big party. And I just reuse those suckers over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then eventually when we moved into the new house and the kids are a little bit older, I've invested in some better like stoneware that I love and that I think is beautiful and amazing. But for a while we were using plastic, which wasn't my favorite, but all of the dishes that I had gotten from Goodwill whenever I was single and a single mom, like slowly, but surely they just got picked off and dropped and broken. We were down to like two plates and three bowls and it was just a mess. But even through that process, I never ever would have considered purchasing paper plates and, you know, and, and any of it, any of it, the plastic cups, none of it. I never even considered it. And I will tell you that when we moved, we were going through the grocery store and the house was in boxes and I still hadn't packaged up my dishes. Cause I was like, what are we going to eat off of? And the thought crossed my mind. I was like, Chelsea, you never do this. Like just buy the paper plates. And so I felt like I was splurging beyond splurging. And I put those in my cart and I will tell you, I did a little bit of research at Costco. If you buy this for a simple family of four, and if you only use these three times a day, it ends up being 350, 350, three times a day for a family for seven days a week, 
right? Which you might not actually do that because you probably are eating out a lot. If these are your habits already that we're talking about, you are probably eating out a lot, which we're going to address here in a minute. Major, major ways to save hundreds of dollars in your budget every single month. Hundreds of dollars that you could put towards paying down your car, paying down your debt, paying for a program online that you really want, right? The things that we think that we don't have money for, but where look at where your money is going. This is the number one thing that you can stop buying right now. Never put it in your cart ever again. Let me help you make sure that your dishes are done twice a day, every single day, and you never have dirty dishes in your sink. You always have cups. You always have plates. You always has, have fork, knives, and spoons. Now I get it. <laughs> I get it. You may not want to go completely paperless like I have, which we are going to talk about some different options for being able to reuse different things around your house. And you might want to use paper towels. Cool. I get it. If you need paper napkins in your house because you don't want to go with cloth. Okay. So fine. Start with the other three, right? It is at least $65 a month on reusable dinnerware. That is, $65 a month actually pays for, for all over a hundred of you that just joined and became students of Systemize Your Life and use the back to school coupon code from a couple weeks ago, from last week, actually, that $65 is all you needed every single month. So it becomes really, really clear when you start looking at where every single dollar is going in your budget where every single dollar that comes into your bank account, where it goes, it becomes really clear how you can make small shifts and small changes in order to create and be able to afford the things that you actually want in your life by putting systems in place. So you can get the dishes done and you don't need to lean on those things. Okay. So now that we talked about that, let me go over a couple other fun ways of three main things that I want to talk about with you. And by the way, if you don't even begin to know or understand how to get down into the details of knowing where every single dime and every single dollar in your budget goes, you've got a couple options. I first learned this concept from Dave Ramsey. Great place to start. Tons of information and resources out there. So much. We started with that a long time ago, and then we created our own system within our family that I do teach as a bonus for all of our VIP Systemize Your Life students. So if you just joined, you definitely have access to that. If you're a VIP student, you have access to our entire budgeting system, and it is game changer, absolute game changer. But even if that, if you're not inside the program and you don't plan on joining soon, Dave Ramsey has so many wonderful options for you. I think he has a program called Financial Peace University that just deep dives into that. My system is an offshoot of that. Um, I actually created a hybrid with that information and that education and knowledge that I was able to gain through that experience along with my experience of using Profit First that Mike Michalowicz teaches in my business brought a hybrid model into our family for um, zero-based budgeting using a percentage model. In the first month that we did it, we were able to see what are we spending money on and ended up saving 800 bucks the very first month that we did it immediately. It was like immediate $800 in our pocket 
by looking at little things like this. And here's the other things that we stopped buying um, in order to be able to save money and actually started reusing and some systems that we put in place to be able to reduce the consumption and reduce consumerism in order to save some money. So the first one is under this group of DIY cleaning products. So I slowly but surely transitioned over into getting out of buying the surface wipes, the disinfectant surface wipes, whatever they call them, clean wipes, surface wipes, whatever, the disinfectant ones. I stopped buying them and started making my own. So now they're completely reusable, wash them, dry them, make them again. And then whenever that got to be like, well, that's, we do like to have those on hand because you can just pull it out and they're ready to go. But I also started making my own all surface, all purpose surface spray. That is amazing. Um, I can refill it. I use a concentrate. I have to buy one like every three months and I'm good to go. I literally never buy cleaners at Walmart, Target, wherever we go shopping. I don't sprouts. I don't buy them ever there. I make them all at my house, literally all of them. I don't buy toilet cleaner. I don't buy anything. I've made all of it at home with a concentrate that I purchase maybe once every three months. It lasts so, so long. Um, also pumice stone goes a really long way <laughs> for DIY cleaning and an all purpose scrub, which I also make that I did buy a big bulk bag of baking soda from Costco. And that has lasted me over a year and a big jug of vinegar. Same thing has lasted me forever. And then my all purpose concentrate, um, which you can grab the links to this stuff down in the show notes or go to chelseajoe.co backslash oils. And I have all of my chemical free cleaning preferred products linked there. Also seriously, just DM me if you ever have questions about it. Cause I love to chat about it. And again, this stuff is all a hundred percent taught inside of systemize your life. Like everything I'm talking about today is taught inside of there. What's put in your cleaning toe, how to actually make them, what the recipes are like. Everything is seriously inside. Also our laundry soap. Now I'm using a concentrate that goes much further. I put it in a big glass jar. Um, and it's just been such a relief to not constantly be running out of things. And whenever I am out of XYZ, I could just go to my one little shelf, pull my concentrates out, whip up the stuff, put it back in the jars and be done with it. Also dryer balls. We stopped buying dryer sheets. They're insanely toxic. It's the most toxic thing you have in your household. And so that was one of the first things I got rid of whenever I started getting rid of all the chemicals in my house, but it saves us tons of money as well. There's so many other things in this category, but those are just a few things that are super easy and straightforward. Now, when you go look up dryer balls, are you going to be like, oh my gosh, that's so much money? Kind of, maybe. But then again, remember, you no longer have to buy dryer sheets ever again. The dryer balls, the wool dryer balls literally like last forever. I've had mine for like 12 years. I don't even know. The initial investment is a little bit more. And so just do it slowly over time. But always remember in the back of your head that you get to stop doing that and buying those things over and over and over again every time you go to the store. Okay, number two 
We talk about this so much, but within the context of being able to save money, we need to talk about your meal planning and using leftovers. Being able to use all of the food in your fridge is essential. And so if you are not planning out your meals before you go to the store and you're just buying whatever, it's likely that or you're over planning and you're buying way too many ingredients to make really complicated, fancy recipes and meals, and then you don't want to do it and the food goes to waste. Either way, you're probably throwing out food every week in the trash can. Raise your hand silently if that is you. I'll have a moment of silence if that is for you. (laughs) I did just throw lamb out, which is stupid expensive because I'm weird. I've had food poisoning three times in my life, like legit horrific food poisoning three times in my life. And I just don't take chances. And my nose is also that of a canine. And I smell things from like a mile. I can literally tell if you've had peanut butter in the last three hours. I'm not even joking. When I was pregnant, it was even worse. And it just really never went back to a pre-pregnant nose. Somebody should be like, hey, that's me. Somebody should tell me if there's like a condition for this because (laughs) it highly annoys my husband. I can literally smell everything. But like when meat, when meat has a smell, when anything has a smell, it's like, whoop, we're gone. So I'm really particular about making sure that my food is cooked very soon after I purchase it. And I would rather have cooked food that sits in the fridge for two to three days and then goes into the freezer than having it uncooked. That's just my way of doing things. But every once in a while, and I told Blaine, I'm like, we went out, we went out to eat twice this week instead of once. And that was the meal that I was supposed to cook and I didn't cook it. So now it goes in the trash can plus we ate out. So what a waste of money. And that is where our system would be super helpful having a system for meal planning is vital. I think it's episode, episode five, somewhere in there is my menu board meal planning podcast episode. That is super helpful. Making sure that you're actually eating your leftovers or getting them in the freezer, knowing what your plan is for meals for the week, having a simple grocery list reusing the same grocery list over and over and over again with a few small tweaks is a fantastic idea. And then you can decide if going to the store with your kids is going to be helpful for your budget at first or not. I know that whenever I take the whole family, we end up with a lot of things in the shopping cart, Um, but then they end up getting the food that they love and that they want for the week. So really look at your meal planning and the way that you use leftovers. It is a huge place in your budget where you can save an extraordinarily large amount of money. Last, but certainly not least, one of my favorites is looking at reusable products. I have a quick little list here, but the point is there's so many things in your house that you could actually be setting up systematically to reuse over and over and over again. And it, it, it is, it's a lot like the DIY cleaning products that we talked about, but slightly different in the, in the sense of, can you look around your house and see, is there anything that they make online that's reusable? Like first example, water bottles. If you are buying water bottles from the store, stop it. Stop doing that right now. A, you're wasting money. B, do a little research on the microplastics that you're drinking. 
just do a little research there. <laughs> this is not supposed to be an extension of last week's episode, but let me just tell you, you're wasting so much money. Get a reusable water bottle and everyone in the family only needs one. You don't need 45. You also don't even need four. You really only just need one. You can get a really good one and you can stop buying water bottles. So look around, just sit right now in your house and look around and say, is there anything that could be swapped out slowly, but surely over time that this initial investment may seem more than the, than the cheaper investment of the thing that I buy every single month, every single week at the store, but it would help me in the long run and would save me money like Ziploc bags. Are you buying Ziploc baggies? Yes, you are. (laughs) Yes, you are. The one thing that I have not switched to, and it is out of sheer, just like I haven't done it is tin foil. I do like to have it on hand in case I need it for something, but not as like a normal part of my routine and my systematic way of cooking. And right now it kind of is, but what I want to get instead are the beeswax kind of covers. There's so many different options out there for replacements for saran wrap and tin foil kind of serves a different purpose because you can bake with it, obviously, but there are a lot of different options. I haven't gotten to that yet personally, but I want to. I've kind of played around with different products that I haven't totally fallen in love with, but when it comes to reusable bags, certainly, I most certainly, I think I bought one package of them when we moved because I didn't have all of my reusables pulled out from the boxes yet. And we just kind of phased out of those, but I ended up buying for the kids snacks at school. I got them the little snack bento boxes last year. I just remember being like, I don't have a baggie to put this in because I didn't have small enough containers to send with them. So those snack boxes for them are great. But as far as just general use of needing a Ziploc bag, there are so many options on Amazon. Stasher is S-T-A-S-H-E-R. It's one of the most popular brands. I will say that they work really well. They are pricey, but they're silicone and their zippers actually zip, but they're a little bit time consuming to get them closed and to get them zipped. So depending on if you want them to be 100% leak proof or not, you've got a couple different options out there and just play around with it. Find things that you like. Even if you got some that lasted you a year and you were like, I don't really like these anymore, you still will have saved yourself so much time and money, let alone all of the other incredible benefits that we won't get into for your health and for the environment. Okay. Also glass jars. I love me some good glass jars. Those work really well as replacements for Ziploc baggies, not necessarily for the kids, but for us as adults, anytime I need to throw a snack in my bag, I throw it in a little teeny tiny, like Mason jar that's meant for jam. You know, they're real small and they're washable and reusable and they seal and they're waterproof and they're amazing. Also, another one of my favorites is room spray. So I do make these on my own glass jar, water, essential oils. You can put rubbing alcohol or witch hazel in there to help it kind of, um, evaporate in the air a little bit better, but I haven't bought room spray in forever and we just keep reusing it over and over and over and over and over again. Also 
my last two, there's so many, I could have given you a list of hundreds of different things that are reusable in the home. And I'm sure you're already doing a few. Maybe the challenge is just looking at what can you take off of your, your grocery shopping or your home shopping or that I needs to buy list and make it reusable, make it something that you can use for a little bit longer. That might be a little bit higher quality and get it into your rhythms and routines. But the last two here, one is wet wipes for the kids. I went, and then the last one is cloth diapering. If you have little ones at home, I cloth diapered both of my kiddos and I nursed both of my babies. And we literally did not spend a dime, not one dime on our kids until they started eating table food, which was like somewhere between, between 10 and 13, 14 months for both the kids like absolutely crazy town, how much money we saved. And I know there's a whole conversation about water and, and the laundry and the electric bill, but honestly, over the course of the one to two to three years of reusing that same set of diapers for both kiddos, we saved thousands of dollars. So in that process with my second one, I ended up going to reusable wipes too. And we had blue ones, Blue was for the bum and pink was for any other part of the body because I didn't want them to be washed. So the blue ones got washed with the diapers and any other color was what we used for every day on the go. I would wet them, wring them out, put them in a reusable Ziploc bag, throw them in the diaper bag, throw them in my purse. And we always had wet wipes on hand and we still do. We still have them to this day. Frankie's 11 uh, Bailey's six. We've had the exact same set the entire time and we use them all the time. I really simply just went to Ross actually, cause this is the one place that I can find them, but you can get them really anywhere. The old fashioned bath washcloths for babies that are like a little teeny tiny square and they're super thin. They make the most incredible wet wipes on the planet. And just for washing sticky fingers when you've had a sucker or a popsicle out at a play date to whip that out of your purse, instead of always having the disposable ones, it's, it has saved us so much money. And I know it seems like, oh, well, I don't have time for all of that. Well, what about the extra laundry? I've systemized it. It's just part of what we do. I've simplified other things in my life so that I can make time and make space for these things. All right. That is all I have for you today. I'm so excited that we are chatting about really important things that you struggle with, that I struggle with, we all struggle with that matter. And we can be really open and honest about different ways of improving them. I hope that you found a couple of these tips helpful. You got your wheels turning and you actually go out and you start implementing and trying to make this happen in your whole, in your own life. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast 
tag me and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.